0: Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite sized pieces of the Fit Design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite sized episodes. On today's episode, we'll be looking at fashion retail distribution and whether you should consider going big or small in terms of the outlets you choose. Yes, it's true. We live in a digital world, and most brands' primary means of distribution is direct to consumer, usually via their website. This doesn't mean that you as a brand should completely neglect physical distribution. There's definitely a lot to gain from distributing via multiple channels. And on today's Fitbyte, we'll discuss whether you should consider selling through larger or smaller outlets, and how each can make sense depending on your type of business. When it comes to distribution, it's usually better to have multiple retailers selling your products, regardless of how large the quantity intake might be. If the retailer fits your brand profile having an outlet through them can actually help enhance the exposure of your brand however be warned that relying solely on physical distribution can put your brand in an over leveraged position where your retailers actually control your cash flow and can drop your collections or items in an instant leaving you in a very precarious situation so there are two key scales of distribution that you can consider the first is going to be what we consider as the smaller of the two this is going to be things like boutiques and specialty stores the pros of this type of distribution are going to be that number one these types of stores are much more likely to be better targeted towards the consumers that you're actually looking for specifically this is going to ensure a more direct approach and appeal of your clothing from the customers that visit these outlets number two is going to be that these types of stores tend to offer a more personalized shopping experience this is highly likely to help enhance and cultivate consumer spending and loyalty third and lastly is that you may have much more leverage with these types of stores since they're smaller they're going to be more willing to negotiate on shipping and payment terms and on the flip side Some of the types of cons of this distribution are going to be that number one, they are much more likely to place smaller orders than their larger competitors. Two, the reach per store is going to be less. Therefore, you're actually going to have to deal with a wider range of stores, which is going to create more overhead on your side and will be much more time consuming. Third, these stores are usually less financially stable. There's definitely a possibility that this store could go bankrupt before completely 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 completing an order with you, which is going to leave you in a difficult position. On the other hand, you could consider going big. This could involve distributing through much larger department stores and corporate chains. Think of brands like Harrods, Neiman Marcus, so on and so forth. The pros of this type of approach, well, number one, is that you're going to gain much more brand visibility than choosing to go through smaller stores. These retailers are likely to have much higher foot traffic and will be positioned in prime locations within the cities they inhabit. Number two is that you're going to have the chance to be alongside some of the industry greats, which is going to help strengthen your brand position. Simply by being placed alongside more well-known and established brands is going to help you cultivate a more established and professional look for your brand. Third, these types of stores are likely to have a more established customer base and regular store traffic, which let's face it, is likely to convert to higher volumes of sales. On the flip side here, the cons of this type of distribution is that number one, you're going to face more competition from other brands. These are also going to be brands that are very well known, which is going to make it especially tough as a younger and newer brand to stand out from the crowd. Number two is that these types of retailers are much more likely to place larger orders, which is a good thing. but this could also increase the potential of chargebacks and cancellations, which let's face it is going to leave you in a precarious and tough situation. Third, these stores are going to offer you lower margins on the goods. This is because they have a higher leverage when it comes to negotiating and chances are, are going to squeeze you in return. And lastly, These types of stores are going to impose stricter requirements on everything when it comes to packaging, labeling, and your shipping documents. And these requirements could very well lead to profit harming chargebacks if they are not followed correctly. Well, that's it guys. That is a wrap on this Fitbyte. By now, you should have a much clearer understanding of the two key options for you when it comes to physical fashion distribution. Yes, you could go large and you could have more exposure or you could go smaller and be more precise and personalized in your approach. If you guys enjoyed this Fitbite, consider subscribing to our playlist. We put out great episodes on a week-to-week basis, and we'd love to have you along for the ride. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fitbite. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fitbite If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.